Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Ellicker Show. It's news and entertainment and a nice little package for you that we have uh, put together. We might call it what, Andrew? News Tame. No, nah, News Tame. Ready, Sherry? I'm ready. One, two, three, four, five stories. Can we get through all of them? We can try. Let's take bets. Yes or no, Joe? Absolutely. But Andrew? You, you, owe, you owe the... Uh, I know. Joe Mama. Andrew, yes or no? I don't think so. Okay, good. That's nice. <laughs> All right, let's hear do. I owe some people some uh, explanation because we had uh, finished the uh, top, almost the top of the hour with the fact that, um, well, the why are people in uh, last, or we bet who How about in English? Will you be willing to trade? All the days from this day to that. Can you imagine, Aaron, walking through the aisles of Home Depot? To come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. What's Bill Gibson doing there with blue all over his face and a horse and on an aisle number nine at Home Depot? Sherry. This is what it says. Huh? Reclaim your freedom from the tyrannical English king with this authentic William Wallace sword. The stainless steel blade comes with an authentic leather sheath and can attach to your belt. Hmm. It's a 40-inch sword. I called Rye, our resident expert on where everything is in Home Depot, and I asked him about that. And he goes, that's cool. They sell a lot of stuff online, including bowling balls. Excellent. That's good news to me. Yes, it is. There you go. <laughs> I the still comments. I'm sorry. The comments are really funny. Like, I have a large fire breathing dragon in my yard that I need to slay. Will this work, or should I hire an exterminator? Uh, how much does the sword cost? It doesn't say. I looked all through here to find it, and it doesn't say. Hmm. All right, we'll dig into that one for you. It is a fun game that I play with Rye all the time. It's the stupidest game. Like, people will come over for dinner and Rye will be there getting a free meal because he doesn't want to eat with his roommates back in central Washington. And I'm like, ask Rye, uh, ask Rye where something is in Home Depot. And there's like, huh? Yeah, go ahead, ask him. He knows where everything is. And like, uh, where, where's, where's, um, lumber? And it's like, Pfft. he answers that one. Give me something more difficult. I'm like, switch plates for, uh, like, uh, switch plates, electric switch plates, like to, uh, like on a wall. It's like uh, aisle 21, right side, halfway down. And it's, and I don't know why I get so much joy out of him knowing where everything is at Home Depot. He's fun to shop with because he knows exactly where to go. And then people, then once they kind of figure out the game, then we sit there for like 20 minutes throwing various hardware questions at him. And he, he seems He's, really bored by it. But to me, I, I'm like, that makes me a very proud papa. But you do realize that he's the only one that knows if he's telling the truth or not. He he has told me where somebody does stump him. He's like, I think that's in gardening, where he's not quite sure. But um, we could do that as a regular segment on the show where Rye, you call up and ask Rye something. If you're at Home Depot and you can't find something, I'll give you Rye's number. How about that? What's the bus? I'm tell sure he'd what's love that. Forty-nine <laughs> ninety-eight for the William Wallace. Thank what's you. What's the bus? Tell me what's happening. What's the bus? Tell me what's happening. The Biden administration and uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who is now a, well, I'm a fan of his. I've been a fan of his because when I put out something one time like six or seven years ago, when I did that thing where the guy was trying to break into the Toyota with the mop, 
Greg Abbott tweeted out, whatever you're doing, stop right now and watch this. It's hilarious. I was like, well, good for you. I'll vote for you. So the the governor of Texas has decided uh, he's going to, well, he's trying to sue. He is suing the Biden administration, saying, listen, we're trying to stop people from coming into our states. We put up some razor wire uh, and it's effective. And you uh, are now forcing us to cut it down and take it away so that people can continue to sneak into our country and this was i think a fifth, fifth circuit court said um yeah you can keep the razor wire there and then it went to the supreme court and it was interesting because it was roberts and who else um i think it was three conservatives went with the other three liberals on the court and said um yeah you can't do that uh take down the razor wire that's right so now this goes back to Abbott and Abbott is saying, no, we um, we're going to keep this razor wire up. We're going to go back to it because we need to stop people from sneaking into our state. Texas is doing is just very simple. And, and, and that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas very simply is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, and as you pointed out also in that screen, that there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state to make arrests of those criminals. Uh, and we have National Guard as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry. Yeah, the basic knock against Biden is stop going to the Supreme Court to have them do your job. Your job is, as it says, you are going to uh, protect and uphold the Constitution of the United States. So that means our borders. That's a big part of what you've got is the president of the United States. So protect the borders. They put up the razor wire. It does work. When uh, Ducey asked um, White House press secretary, "Is does it work? She avoided the question and gave some different answer, but it still stops people from sneaking in. So they make them cut it down. They're going to go back and put it back in place again because it is one of the barriers that will stop people from just sneaking across the border and coming in. Uh, when they cut it down, guess what happened? A bunch of people came through where the hole was and then came into the United States to be processed and then to be released into the interior of the United States or shipped up to Chicago or New York or some other place where Abbott sent them off. So this is a big problem. And if I were putting together a campaign ad against uh, the Biden administration, I would uh, certainly show the white razor wire being put up, the razor wire being cut off, uh, cut away, and then more illegal immigrants coming into the United States. So that would work well. And, and 14 states have come out at, in support of um, of the Texas uh, governor. And they say that they will, you know, uh, along with Mike Johnson, who's the House Speaker, they are, they are saying they're doing the right thing. The Biden administration says that they're going to cause harm, that people are going to get hurt on the razor wire. The Border Patrol people will get hurt on it, that they need to stop it. And the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, upheld that. So they're going to go in, but they said today they're actually putting up more razor wire. Yeah, right. Because why should Texas 
have to absorb and then pay for the cost of having people flooding our border. Eight million illegal immigrants have come into the United States since the Biden administration took over. I have heard so many sort of various theories, some of them sort of tin hatty. And one of them in particular is the idea that, um, and again, okay, do I have to go tin hat on this one? All right, hang on a second. Because a man you ready? Yep. There are those that say Biden and the rest of the crew want this influx of immigrants to come to the United States because what they want is 8 million or more to come in for a number of reasons. And the big one is let them all in and then give them the right to vote. Uh, and then you will guarantee with 8 million or 10 million, that's about the size of Connecticut, that you will now be able to entrench Democrats into the position of power in the White House for years and years and years to come. Because when you just let 10 million people, eventually 10 million, right now it's 8 million, when you give them all the right to vote and they land in certain states, it does help with um, more congressmen in those states as they determine through population. So we're not getting the next census for another, what, 10 years or something like that. But just fill the the United States with possible Democrat voters. And that's generally the idea of what they think would be happening. Uh, question right down from. I, so this is this comes up in the news frequently, but there is no state allows illegal immigrants to vote. Right. And there's no I, who's even proposing that. You haven't seen this? Well, I've seen I've seen you talk about it. I've seen people. Oh, don't talk, don't know that me. Well, I've seen. I've, I'm just, I'm just about I'm just a I've messenger. seen people scared that they're going to get the right to vote, but I have never seen any evidence that anyone's even Google it. it. Google it. it. Look under. Come on. Look, look Google. Uh, illegal immigrants right to vote. I have been. I've also seen it being refuted that no state gives any illegal immigrant the right to <gasps> vote. <gasps> California is now providing medical care, right? Yeah, but that's not the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And, and Googlehead, you're a Googlehead. Yeah. And I heard today. Yeah, Sherry. They're they're allowing for gender. Um, it, what's it called? You know, gender. Careful. Reveal parties. No. Gender reveal parties for illegal <laughs> no, no, immigrants no, 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 coming no. in. If you want to get a sex change, I know that's an old-fashioned way to say it. If you want to get a a. a you know, gender, gender reassignment, reassignment surgery. surgery that, uh, yeah, and you're an immigrant and you come in, you want to do that, it's paid for. Okay. What? There's so many tin hats, I can't keep track. Yeah. <laughs> but none of that's giving anybody the right to vote. Just type it in. Not I, yet. I, I, hey, type it in again. Da, 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 type it in. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> kind of feels like a cool but it's going to be great. No way. Here's more ting hat for you, Sherry. Okay. October 7th, truthers. Truthers uh, are a thing now. This is according to MSN. Uh, they say that this group says Hamas massacre was also, was it just a false flag? Uh, and that all the stories have been simply made up. Or the women that were raped and the people that were set on fire um, and the people who were decapitated, the babies, the moms, the fathers and all the rest were actually that all that were uh, was done uh, by Israeli soldiers uh, as a false flag for a reason to be able to go into Gaza and to attack the poor, innocent people there in the Gaza Strip. Yeah, they got this from someplace called Uncensored Truths. 
Now, it only has 2,900 subscribers, but talk about a tinfoil hat. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. They say you're right, that Israel's behind all of this. They needed this to be able to justify going in and obliterating Gaza for the for the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the same. Have you seen these people that are also there saying the whole Holocaust is all made up, that all those pictures are doctored in some way, or Auschwitz, um, that... It was just it's made up for people to go see and look at as a tourist attraction that none of those things actually happened. Yeah. How do you explain the people that actually went through the Holocaust and have scars and terrible things that happened to them? How do you explain that? Right. They just did that as volunteers because they wanted to keep the hoax up. Yeah. Listen, you can get any one of these kooky people to give you all sorts of crazy stuff that they think, well, the tattoos or these people are part of it or their plants or something like that. You know, the, the 9-11 truthers and then the truthers when it comes to... They'll have a t- hard time getting traction on this one. Although there are a number of people that are saying alleged, right? Alleged uh, raping of the women, alleged this and alleged that. And there was a city council meeting, I think it was in Oakland, where this guy, this Jewish guy, gets up to talk about it. And people are behind him yelling, liar, liar, that's propaganda, that's not happening, this never really happened. You know, it's the same group of people that also say, oh, we never landed on the moon. We always have these people, or the flat earth people, that the earth is actually flat. And then you get into these discussions with them and you realize, oh, my God. And then normally what they'll do to you is they'll go, you know what? You need to get educated. Google it. Google it. Google that's, it. That's what they say. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. What, did you Google it? I did. Nobody could know it. No Illegal immigrants could vote. No one's calling for it? Nobody's really calling for it. What do you mean really calling for it? Most of these articles are about, about, like, the GOP saying the threat of illegal immigrants. Right, 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 right. But nowhere does it say, oh, we should should allow illegal immigrants. No one's saying, right. I'm just saying the idea that you would have, here, if you, (laughs) here's the argument. Um, the dreamers, right, that we were going to allow people that came in, the kids that came in by, you know, no effort of their own. Their parents brought them in. So let's allow them to become U.S. citizens. Right. right? OK, fine. So you've got those kids that are in there. It's part of the dreamers program. But then also they're saying, listen, once you're here, you're in the United States, maybe after a couple of years, you let them then become, quote unquote, citizens. They're in the country for a set amount of time. This is what people believe is an action to be able to create more Democratic voters. Right. And I and I, I see why that would be scary to people. I just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. The other group that say, well, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a whole bunch of workers that will come in and drive down uh, wages by having a bunch of people that are going to be working and being paid less than somebody else to these are major corporations that want the border open for cheap labor. That's right. the other part of it. Sure. OK. OK. All right. I don't want to have to Google it on you. Now, this is not Tin Hat. This actually did happen, and I actually feel sorry for Biden. You know, Joe's got a good friend of his that does a whole bunch of great imitations, and he can't do Biden. Nobody can do Biden. There's something about Biden's voice that just can't really, he can't, there's no, as they say in, in the imitation business, there's no hook. You can't grab onto anything to, to kind of you know, hold on to it and then make yourself sound like Biden. So this is an AI call that went out to New Hampshire voters. It's a robo call and it sounds uh, kind of like Biden. A bunch of malarkey. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. We'll need your help in electing Democrats up and down the ticket. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. If you would like to be removed from future calls, please press 2 now. 
So the call goes out to New Hampshire voters basically telling them not to vote. Don't vote. They're saying don't bother. He's, what, the, what his message was was don't bother, you know, today. Just save your vote for November. It's okay. Right. Yeah. And that sounded exactly like him, by the way. If, if they decide, you know, for these deep fake stuff, this is really serious because you want to talk about misinformation and AI and deep fakes because we're going to be able to really make these things. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You're going to be able to doctor video in such a way. Is that real? Is that not real? What's really going on? The penalty for this thing needs to be so harsh that no one, no one would ever attempt it. I mean, just if they get you and they catch you, it's like automatic, you know, 50 years in the slammer or the Siberia or something. I mean, just, you know, you get off that plane. I think it's in, in, in um, not Taiwan, Taipei, where it says, you know, uh, drug smugglers will be executed. They have to make it so awful that if they catch you doing it, you just wouldn't want to risk it. It's not worth risking it. You just wouldn't want to even try. You just make the penalty so bad that nobody would even try to make one of those fake videos to try to distort the news or in some way. That's well, they're, they're working on it in Congress, and Amy Klobuchar uh, did the uh, sponsored the Protect Elections from Deception Act. Yes. They don't think they can get that passed by November, but a couple other people are saying, wait, why are we doing this? No one, it, it doesn't offer enough penalties for it. Right. You know, you're going to come before, like, Congress? Who cares? People aren't going to be afraid of that. So they're saying, let's do a comprehensive bill covering all of the AI particulars and all the things that could happen to average citizens as well. Right. So good luck with that. Yeah, good. That uh, that's not going to work. That's good news to me. Here we go with the John Curley, Sherry Ellicott Show. You coming along with the ride. Much appreciated. Tiny. Joe, shake, that, shake her jar because she's she's uh, looks like she's concentrated. There we go. Thank you. Jeez, hi, ladies. Going to get the letter of the day. You got to write to us at mynorthwest.com. Come on in through the state route. Oh, no, sorry. Ah, oh, darn it. Darn it. Muckleshoot Casino Resort Tax Line. On Triple Eight, nine, seven, three, five, four. You're doing really good. Seven, six, I am. Well, she was an American girl. That's true. That's true. I was born here and everything. Right here at Cairo Radio. I remember yes, the day you... Inside I remember, yeah. the station, yeah. Yeah, actually. I cut the cord. You did, yeah. actually. Yeah, you delivered me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, it yeah, was it really was fun. Nice, it was a really nice moment. Andrew added a bunch of sound effects when you were coming out. Ah, <laughs> uh, we don't need to play those. That's okay. I think he, you filmed it, didn't you, Andrew? There we go. Okay. <laughs> too. Jesus. Hi, Kate. Hi. There's Sherry. Okay, uh, I looked at the top of the show here that Joe put together. We actually have a script. City of Seattle has agreed to pay $10 million of your money, Kate. Mine? Well, you're a taxpayer here in the city of Seattle. To uh, 50 of the Black Lives Matter protesters. Correct. Yes. Yeah. City Attorney Ann Davison said in a statement that paying that settlement was better than continuing the expensive legal battle. There was supposed to be a trial going on in May. Uh, their attorneys tell us a King County judge recently dismissed the city's defense that those protesters assumed a risk of being harmed by the police response. Mm-hmm. And the attorneys for the protesters say their clients were peaceful and had a First Amendment right not to be hurt or harassed. And they say some of them have permanent injuries. Karen Kohler is actually an attorney for them, and she spoke yesterday. We have people who, teenager, part of her hand blown off. Because they're less lethal. They won't kill you. They'll just maim you. 
Another woman was hit in the chest by a Seattle police blast ball and went into cardiac arrest. And now it's not just the lawsuit that has these claims. Seattle police were actually harshly criticized for their violent and what a judge called excessive response Mm -hmm. to the protests, saying that the officers were throwing these blast balls and tear gas indiscriminately into crowds, including those who were being peaceful. Now, to be fair, there were other people, of course, who were not peaceful and committed a lot of property damage. Mm-hmm. and whatnot. However, the the lawsuits sought to differentiate these protesters who they say were not causing vandalism and mayhem with those who took over the East Precinct and what is better known as CHOP. Right. We all remember. Right. So I read through the entire court filing. It took me like two hours to go through it. It's pretty and they, long. It's very long. And they they tell you where the video is that you can see the video. The charge is basically down to this or or the back and forth that the police were responding and were they responding with uh, adequate force. So if somebody is taking a laser and pointing it into your eye and someone's hitting you in the back of the head with a baseball bat and someone's throwing a rock at your head, I think it's 54 some police officers were injured. So you have, uh, you know, a thousand or two thousand uh, rioters, I'll call them rioters, that are peacefully rioting and the police are standing there outnumbered. So then they have a bunch of various devices. So they had the sea gas, right? Then they got the blast balls and then they have their batons and stuff like that to disperse the crowd. The question I thought was when they say they make the announcement, they do like three loud announcements that this now has become a riot and now we will you have to respond you've got to back up you've got to move away back up back up they tell you those things and then they use the next step the level up from the announcement to get you to move and then they start to do this stuff so they say these people were the one girl got hit with a blast ball but they're out there in the crowd and somebody in the crowd's throwing a rock right behind you and now you're in with the bad group of people so now you get yourself a little payoff well and that was the city's argument that the judge actually rejected but what they were what these attorneys for these protesters were trying to do was sort of illustrate the scope of the Seattle police response because they talked about not just one rally or not just one incident right. but several incidents which is what the federal judge actually held Seattle police in contempt for uh, in September of 2020, saying they had violated it multiple times when they had thrown projectiles indiscriminately into crowds and used excessive force, etc. Mm-hmm. So in one incident that you're referring to, one rally that could very well be true. However, they're more, at least the attorneys yesterday, the way they, they were talking was it was more than just one day, more than just one incident and the city actually hired they spent in addition to the settlement they spent according to karen kohler the attorney for the pro- attorney for the protesters they spent millions of dollars on experts including one who is a crowd policing expert and this is what kohler said he had to say about it he had never seen that level of force used in any democratic state now she's referring to the early days of let the me guess protests. who paid for that ex- uh, that expert it was the city. It was mm. the city. They mm. spent millions of dollars to hire experts and also psychologists to examine each and every one of the plaintiffs in this case. And they said they were ready to go to trial, but the city said that it has been a drain on city resources and they wanted to move forward and that this was the best option to do so was to put what happened in 2020 behind them. Mm-hmm. 
Kate, uh, th- one of the things that's sort of an odd detail of this is that they put a media embargo on this. They did. And uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you have the soundbite or not, but Karen Kohler said, I-, I never had a city or a government entity of which I've seen many impose a media embargo on a condition of a settlement. This was p- a punk bully move, in my opinion. Do you know anything about it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was there when she said it. And uh, I, you know, I haven't been a journalist for all. I mean, I've been about 10 years. I remember the day you were born here. Yes, exactly. (laughs) A a good old uh, 20 some years ago. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I have never heard of a media embargo. This was the first that I have heard of it. But the understanding, the way that she explained it is that the city, as part of the settlement, insisted that they not any of the plaintiffs or the attorneys not talk to the media until the city was able to release their own statement, which I thought was kind of an interesting um, kind of an interesting requirement. Yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, Karen Kohler, what you're talking about, I don't have the exact quote that you have, but I do have what she was saying just after that. They have the nerve to issue a press release that they don't admit fault. They're just paying $10 million out of the goodness of their heart. They should be ashamed. Yeah, she said they that the city should have said they were sorry. They should have said, we're sorry that we were punks and brutalized peaceful protesters. But yeah, the city statement didn't have a ton of language in it other than it has been a drain on city resources and it would be better to settle this to move forward. And as part of the settlement, which is pretty standard in settlements, the city admits no wrongdoing with regard to the plaintiff's claims of... Injuries. Right, that, that's fairly standard. You yes. don't apologize because no. then that's admit that's a passive admission of fault, right? So you just simply say, you know, sometimes they'll say uh, without prejudice. They just dismiss it exactly. without prejudice or nothing. So this person must understand how it works. I assume that person's a lawyer. Right. And by the way, they were not peaceful protests. Those people were rioting. They injured police. They injured themselves. They set things on fire. They set the cars on fire. They stole police uh, uh, weapons. They had a van full of explosions. Were uh, they, all of them? No, not that? all of them. But the problem is when you're marching around with a bunch of people and some of the people are in the crowd, not all of them, but some of the people in the crowd would like to kill police officers or encouraging police officers to kill themselves and would like to go to war against cops. You're in that crowd. So you're in this crowd with the these people. And you know what? You're going to unfortunately occasionally have a police officer shoot something at the crowd to disperse the crowd because you're in with a bunch of morons. So if you want to be so stupid to march around with a bunch of morons that are bashing windows and setting things on fire, well, guess what? You could possibly get hurt. So those people with the PTSD, enjoy the $60,000 because that's the amount of money you're going to have left after the government takes their part. And I highly recommend they give it to Black Lives Matter organizations so the founder of Black Lives Matter can go out and buy another luxury home in L.A. That's good news to me. There you go. Kate Stone? As always, thank you. There she goes. When she was in. You know what's funny? I heard this song on the radio the other day, and I thought uh-huh. of you. I thought of Kate Stone. And I was like, hey, is, I wonder if Kate Stone's coming. Kate Stone's going to get in my car? Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, any given Sunday. Wow. It depends on if you're offering candy. <laughs> well, I think that goes against the basic PSA rules. Candy, candy to kids at a core. All right. Uh, all right.
But look at you asking a, asking a good question, Sherry. That's another great thing about you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. By the Thank way, this is not a knock on you. Could you look, 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 look at the color of Sherry on this screen. Does she look like Casper it's, the Ghost? It, I, I can't decide if it's part of the the chair is part of the problem because, yeah, your face matches the chair, the color of your chair. But it, it doesn't when you watch the, I mean, it, I don't think I think it's, it's the screen that we're looking at. That's it, what it is. But let's back to me. What This sweater makes me look all busty. So you get when I you do I so many push-ups. I wish I could say that. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I know you're not a fan of uh, Greg, Greg Gutfield, are you, Sherry? Uh, I like Jesse Waters. Uh, Greg Gutfield tries a little too, too hard. hard. Well, here he is trying too hard. These stupid nags want your plastic bags. A grocery store in Vancouver, they have them there, <laughs> has introduced plastic bags with embarrassing logos to shame customers into bringing their own reusable ones. The bags make it look like the items come from places like the Colon Care Co-op and Dr. Toe's wart ointment wholesale and Into the Weird Adult Video Emporium. These are popular. Oh, so they, they, they want you to carry the other bags, so they give you these bags, and these bags are embarrassing to carry around. So it's a way of sort of shaming you into bringing your own bags. I get it. Okay. So if these are supposed to be embarrassing, <laughs> colon care, ointment, and porn, that's my Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Sherry. Give it Especially up for Greg. Especially the summer with the extra hours. Now, stores in Vancouver are required by law to come up with plans to reduce plastic bags. But people think these bags are funny, so they want to use them. So... Here's what you what you got to do, Vancouver. Just say what's actually inside the bag, and you're good to go. For example, oh, here we go. Cheap wine to make the pain go away until your divorce is finalized. She's okay. Um, so it backfires on them because people think it's cool to have the bags. Is that what it is? Yeah, everybody yeah. wants them. Yeah, I mean they're funny and they're novelties, and so people are proud to carry them around. And it didn't really, it had no effect. People are like, "Ooh," because everybody knows it's a, it's fake. Right. So what does it matter? Here's the so in New Jersey, I saw the story the other day. What's happening is that they outlawed the plastic bags. What people are doing is they're taking like seven or eight items and they're putting it into those little plastic, you know, hand bag, hand uh, sort of uh, right, baskets. Ones. The baskets, you know, the baskets. Oh, the bas- oh yeah. yeah, okay. Got the two handles, got the name of the store on it. Uh, so these stores in New Jersey are losing them. People are stealing those things. I don't know how many they're losing, but they said it's thousands and thousands of dollars because the person doesn't want to pay for the bag. They don't, they're not allowed to get the plastic bag anymore with the two handles. So then they're like, well, screw it. I'll just either I'll carry out my cans of soup with me or I'll stick in that little plastic um, basket and I'll take the basket to the car and I'll just throw the basket in the car. How much are the bags in New Jersey? Well, they outlawed them all. Oh, I think they, they, you don't, I don't, mm-hmm. people can't don't want to pay. Them? I don't know if you can't pay for them or buy them. Mm-hmm. That was my big um, sort of moment at the Sammamish City Council was me making a desperate scientific plea not to ban plastic bags. Todd Myers had given me all this, this information on it. And I thought if I achieve nothing else as a city council member, it will be for people to realize of the three choices, paper, plastic, or the reusable, the best, although not great, but the best of the three is Sherry. That would be plastic, John. Plastic is the correct answer, Sherry. Correct. <laughs> At this point, Sherry, you can pass, play, or do a handstand. 
Mm, I'm going to play, John. All right. By playing, you now move on to the next story. <laughs> you ready? Yes. 